Hello, and welcome to Art Radio. Art Radio is a podcast hosted by the Siskiyou County Arts Council, located in Northern California on the land of the Akumawi, Karuk, Klamath, Konomihu, Modoc, Okwanuchu, Pitt River, Northern Wintu, Shasta, Minimum Wintu tribes. We offer recognition and respect to these tribes and all others as we connect on native land. With Art Radio, we aim to uplift the creative voices of the county through this podcast medium. With the geographical landscape being a large challenge of connecting with each other, the podcast radio waves will be the connecting thread. Our priority at the Siskiyou County Arts Council is to cultivate strong and creative communities in Siskiyou County because we believe the arts are a societal cornerstone that celebrates diverse cultures and a shared history. To keep up with grant opportunities or our projects such as the Art Cart, subscribe to our newsletter by visiting our website, siskiyouarts.org, S-I-S-K-I-Y-O-U-A-R-T-S dot O-R-G. Thanks again for listening to Art Radio. Have a creative day. Today on Art Radio, we have artist Mark Oliver. Mark Oliver is an artist living in far northern California. Mark has exhibited his artwork and films throughout the U.S., Europe, and Mexico. He has received numerous grants, awards, and residencies for his films and art projects. He has an MFA from the University of California, San Diego. Hello, Mark. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Wonderful. Well, if we could just um, share this time and space right now, share about 10 moments of silence. I'll be counting and just make sure your feet are planted wherever you are, wherever you are listening to this podcast too. If you're sitting in your car, if you're at home, if you're riding a bike, let's just sit together and share this moment. Three, two, one. Thank you. Okay. So how are you, Mark? And what did you do today? I am good. Um, let's see. Today, I took my son to Reading for a dental appointment. And actually, Grandma wanted to go. And then the other two kids wanted to go, too. And <laughs> Mommy stayed home. She got a day alone and uh, went to the dentist and we um, went to our favorite, they, we used to call them smorgasbords. I don't know what they call them now, but you know, a, um, it's like all you can eat place. It's an Asian all you can eat place oh, yeah. with a lot of seafood. Mm. Kids love that place. So we went there and then we went to our favorite shopping place across the street from that to Ross for Less. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bought some inexpensive, unnecessary things. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, came home and checked on the chickens and the ducks and waited. How are to they doing? Uh, they're doing good. Got some baby ducks this year. We had some oh. chickens before, so I, I thought I'd try some ducks. And, 
Yeah, they're happy, loud. They make a lot of noise when you're <laughs> around. Yeah, I can't figure out if they're, um, when they see you, if they're just saying, hey, feed us more, feed us more, yeah. or they're just happy to see you. But oh. they're always hungry. <laughs> can't go wrong with little giving yeah, them. Yeah, Cute. So that was the, the, that was the, the gist of my day, really. All right. Thanks for sharing. How, how long have you lived in Siskiyou County? Well, let's see. Per, as a permanent resident, um, I probably started in maybe 2000. Oh, you know, in 2000, I, I lived here for a couple years. But then I went back to college and then I came back after college in 2005. So steady since 2005. What made you come back? Uh, I had a, I got a job at SOU okay. out of college that didn't last too long, but, mm-hmm. um, but that's what got me to come back. But my whole family lives here. My mom's, you know, from weed and my family originally came here like 1885 or something. Mm. So my mom grew up here, but moved away. So they all came back 40 years ago and my mom did anyway. So we're, we're all, we, we've, we've been in and out my whole life, you know, permanently yeah, since about 2005. Okay. And what keeps you wanting to stay here? Well, now that I have kids and I, I can't really imagine where I would move. Um, there was a time when I would, I would have moved when I was looking for other college jobs. I okay. probably would have picked up and left, you know, if, when I had one child. You know, now with three kids, I, I, honestly, I can't really imagine where else I would live. You know, we have a house here and it's, you know, it's beautiful Siskiyou County. And yeah, I just don't know where I would want the kids to grow up. You know, I can't imagine moving to a city. I just, you know, it'd be such a big change for them. Why do you, why do you think it's such a good place for your children to grow up? We live on a, you know, we live on this street that's just like a country road. Mm-hmm. They can just wander around. There's a little bit of traffic, not much, but, you know, summertime, you can just, like my cousins, they, they have to drive four hours to come up here to go to a lake or something, but we just drive down the street and we're at a mm-hmm. lake. And, you know, we, I can take them backpacking up into the mountains, just doing a, amazing things that, you know, are just right at our fingertips, just in the outdoors. So it's, a, it's an outdoor experience. It's, you know, they're going to kind of be committed to like this outdoor education just by the mere fact of living here. Right. And, and that's, that's pretty wonderful, I think. What are some of your favorite spots to visit? No, I can't tell you those. Are they secret? No. <laughs> no. no. Well, you know what, like last, the last few summers, you know, we could be at Lake Siskiyou in like 10 minutes. Yeah. So like last summer, we had to adjust a little bit because last summer was kind of a madhouse here. Mm-hmm. Um, never seen that many people up here. Right. So we would just go like around five, mm-hmm. or sometimes even six and, and be passing all the cars leaving and go to North Shore and just hang out for a couple hours. Uh, we go out to McLeod, you know, McLeod River. We have a couple secret little spots that we know about. And I have a little cabin up in the mountains there as well that we used to go to a lot more. But, um, you know, that side of the mountain, I I like a lot going out to the lava beds and that area. That's really interesting. 
but the kids, mm-hmm. you know, you know, kids are, you have a child, kids will go anywhere, you know, and that's, that's the neat thing, you know, Absolutely. you don't, you don't have to like drive t- too far. They're just happy no. to be outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're lucky. It's true. Lucky. We can just be the front yard. Yeah. I mean, it's just exciting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we have so much more. We have waterfalls within 10 minutes. It's just incredible. Yeah. What do you think makes where you live extra special? Like your little community. Are you speaking of like, say, You're... Mount Shasta yeah. or yeah, Mount Shasta. County mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the community mm-hmm. that you feel involved in? Like socially? Socially. Mm-hmm. Socially. Um, it could be artistically since, you know, we're talking yeah. about art, but it could just be like your social group. Well, you know, my family's here. So, you know, my kids have their grandma. That's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. You know, and they spend a lot of time with her. That's really important. Um I think since I had children, my social activities really shrunk. Um, it kind of mm-hmm. focuses right on the family, probably most of all. Yeah, I don't really, you know, I'll go out and listen to some music like down the street. You know, Wendy's had some musicians come or I'll go down to Victor's place. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just go by myself. But, you know, a lot of good friends have moved on you know mount shasta is kind of a transient place that way people stay for a few years or five years or whatever and and move on but there's some people i've known for you know 20 years that are really important friends and uh and and my community's kind of stretched out to reading now okay Uh, some projects i'm doing i i interact with some people down there like sometimes more than i interact with people here in Mount Shasta. Mm. How does it, it just, feel that on the trip coming from Reading to Siskiyou County? Does it, do you feel the difference? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Reading, I go there for, you know, we have a project going on, so we'll have a rehearsal or a meeting or, you know, something where we get together and, and then, yeah, you have that, that drive home winding through the mountains. Um, Yes, it's, um, yeah, you know, you definitely know you're going to somewhere different, you know, for sure. Is it relaxing for you or is it exciting for you? The, the drive home? The drive, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's exciting. I'd say maybe it's it's relaxing. It's mm-hmm. pretty meditative in a way because I usually go by myself. Okay. Back and forth. Yeah, it's pretty meditative. I have this question in here and you probably saw it. I think I just want to ask oh. you anyways, if the mountain was a person, how would you describe it? I should ask Joaquina. Hey, Joaquina. Mm-hmm. Go if ahead. Mount Shasta was a mountain, um, it was a person. How do you describe that person? There you go. What did you say? <laughs> she said, I don't know. She said, oh, well, I don't know. She said, I don't know. I don't know. What Good kind of answer. Weird question. weird question, Dad. Well, you know, I am. I immediately think of all the different places I've lived where mm-hmm. – the geography, um, a lot of the geographies has that, you know, relationship to a human form. Mm. When I lived in New Mexico, you know, there was a sleeping woman down by Albuquerque. And, but um, if the, if the mountain was a person, yeah, I I don't really ever think in those terms, but I would, yeah, I would say, uh, just an old person just um, watching what all us foolish people are doing down here centuries centuries of people 
Yeah, that's a great answer. Thank you. How is the art scene right now for you? How do you perceive it to be? Worldwide, sure. United States. That'd be great. Mount that'd be well. great to say how you feel as a whole, like as in the world right now, how you feel perceive it to be, and then maybe close yeah. in on the county. I can just tell a little quick story. So um, in the early 2000s, I had the opportunity um, to go to Russia and I did some performance projects in St. Petersburg with a couple friends. We were hanging out with these uh, folk musicians and this one guy, he really wanted to take us to the, uh, the Ural Mountain. And I started reading a little bit about it. And there, I found a magazine that was kind of in English and Russian. And it was about uh, this university out in the Ural Mountains. And I guess it was a mining district, okay. but it, it had, you know, there was a few million people living in this town. I, I can't pronounce the name. I forget the name. I could point it out on a map. But, and in this magazine, it was a Russian art magazine. I still have it, actually. Mm -hmm. They were um, talking about this new um, development and uh, performance specific to this area around this university, which was like a three-day train ride from St. Petersburg. You know, at that time, I realized, you know, there's nobody who has any idea what's going on out there. Like, people mm -hmm. in Europe probably don't, you know, in, in Central, yeah. uh, you know, France and Germany. And I realized how, how our sense of art, I mean, we might, we, you know, we hear about Berlin and maybe Europe mostly, and now more China, Asia, you know, stuff going on. But, um, and I, I think I was a way more in touch when I was a university student. Um, mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't read art magazines anymore. I think yeah. since living here, I think in a way, um, I'm pretty aware that you forfeit, or at least I felt like I forfeit forfeited having a, a larger connection to the outside world because of just the geography and where you, the nature of where you are, the nature of possibilities and things like that, living in such a rural area. Um, I think at one time I fantasized, you know, knowing that some like some of these famous guys like Anselm Kiefer or something, they live out in the middle of nowhere yeah. in an old air, Air, Air Force hangar, I thought, oh, maybe I can do that in Siskiyou County, you know, <laughs> like live out in the middle of nowhere. But I don't think I had all the, I didn't have all the gallery and museum connections in place, right. you know, before <laughs> I decided to move here. But so I, I've probably like lost touch. Like it, like now, like if I read an art magazine, I would recognize some people, but they'd mm -hmm. be people from like the 80s and the 90s and the early yeah. It's just so huge. I mean, right. even in the United States, it's so big, like even like just take a town like Detroit or Minneapolis, some town like that. I wouldn't have any idea what's going on there, you know. So right. in California, I know a little teeny bit more, but still I I, um, I guess I don't really focus on that anymore that much. Um, kind of just try to do my own thing. And then when because when it comes here, there's really I don't feel like there isn't a real art community where I live. You know, there's no, there's really no central hub. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was involved when Liberty Arts started. I was like yeah. one of the first board members and I curated the first six shows there. And I think that's that. And actually in Happy Camp, I think are the, seems like the only two real art communities in this vast Siskiyou mm -hmm. County. We tried to start a little group a few years ago of some contemporary artists 
Mm-hmm. And that lasted maybe like a year, you know, like people, people just like to hang out and do their own yeah. thing. <laughs> I mean, if we had like, if we had a contemporary art venue, maybe that had mm-hmm. events and shows and things like that it, down here somewhere, I guess they do in Dunsmuir, but I don't actually really venture down there that often either. So um, maybe I'm becoming more of a recluse myself and I, <laughs> because of just the nature of the beast, you know? Um, yeah, of course. Siskiyou, yeah, yeah. I always call it the big question, what is art to you? So you're searching for the community, but what is art? You know, I should I should be able to answer that just because I, <laughs> I've i taught that for a number of years, you know? Um, you know, it's funny because I was kind of reared in art in a way, like I was rewarded for making art at a very young age. Okay. So as a kid, you know, you're kind of rewarded for that. And so like my, I kind of pursued that to the extent that um, I, when I went to college, that's what I was going to do. I was going to, you know, my parents probably wanted me to be an art educator, but I just wanted to be an artist, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to paint paintings and do ceramics. And, um, and so I just, I've always done that. I think, I guess, you know, now it, my age that's just my identity that's who I am Mm. I mean I've done that I've done it my whole life so that's my occupation Um, I was trained in that I've researched it I've studied it on my own it's just that's just you know it's like I do a lot I've done a lot of carpentry too but I don't necessarily say I'm a carpenter or a stonemason but I can definitely say I'm an artist and I'm a filmmaker because that's what I've done, if you want to say professionally. And yeah, so that's my identity, you know, okay. more than any, anything else. So what does, I mean, what does that mean? Like in society? I mean, sure, if you, you can expand on it. Go that right. Yeah. I mean, I think people just underestimate the roles artists play and have played and creating culture from the beginning, you know, from the beginning of human experience. I think Art has always historically uh, defined a culture, mm-hmm. you know, from the very beginning of recorded time. And so I think we're very fortunate that at this point in time, we have, let's just call them leaders. I guess it's people that allocate money and funds, and they still believe that it's, it's an important occupation. And there's this freedom to pursue it. Yeah, I I guess it's kind of the ultimate expression in a way of being human. You know, I mean, we're at a point where, sure, a lot of things are contested, but you can pretty much do whatever it is you think you need to do. Hmm. And you can call it art, you know, and, you know, then interesting discussions can come about based on whatever happened before or what that kind of connects and compares to. And I I wish there was a little more of that kind of criticality around here. And I think, like I said, we tried to um, form a group once and it's just really difficult in a rural setting, no matter what people's background are. Hmm. Um, But, you know, I had one person tell me that they didn't think Rauschenberg was really a good artist. And at that point Hmm. I was like, I can't be in this group. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, it's just, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like you're saying like, you know, Picasso wasn't a good painter. It's like, those, you don't even debate that, you know, it's like, why, why would you debate that? I mean, you could debate his personality, whether he was a nice guy or, you know, but you don't, you don't go back and say like, you know, Michelangelo could have done better on the Sistine Chapel. I mean, just what's, yeah, you just don't do that. So what does art do for you then when you are consuming it, not when you're making it, but you and you like walk up to a painting or you go to a concert, how does it change you? Well, let's just say if it does, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, if it does change you, you know, as a young, a younger person, I had those experiences a lot more, mm. you know, just discovering art. I remember being, I was in, uh, I did a year exchange in Green Bay when I went to San Francisco State out of my, for my BA. And I did a year in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, of all places, which had some of the <laughs> best art teachers I ever had there and um, plus 80 below zero weather. Yeah, that was fun. But I was in, in the Milwaukee Museum. There's a big Moreau painting mm-hmm. and I was like 20 years old. And I remember asking my teacher who was there, David Damkeller, I said, so, so David, like explain to me, like, like, why is that art? And, uh, and I was really sincere, just wanting yeah. to know, you know, and he was like, he goes, you know, you're just going to have to figure that out for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was like a really cool thing that he said, because yeah, I, I, I spent my, you know, younger adult life trying to do that um, mm-hmm. and being open to that. You know, some of the art that has really affected me locally mm-hmm. is um, some music, uh, like a, hearing some music down at Victor's Place pops, yeah. you know, there's just some. I'm a, I'm a real jazz. I love jazz. And um, I get a little disappointed in the, how everybody, all they want to ever do here is listen to bluegrass. And I love bluegrass music, but Same. it seems like every concert they have at the park is some bluegrass. It's like, where's the rock band? Where's the electric guitar? <laughs> you know, but yeah, everyone thinks like, oh, Mount Shasta, let's bring another bluegrass folk band, you know, <laughs> which that's cool. But it, it's a it's there's more of that. There, there, there should be more of a mix. But I, I like, you know, I've heard some awesome music down at Victor's. Same. I would like to see some really awesome visual art, but I don't know where around here I would go to see that. And I guess I could even consider myself like an art snob in a sense, you know, I mean, I was reared, you know, on real contemporary art. And, you know, I was really, I was doing a lot of installations, like most of my exhibits in Europe were installations. And I I really got into installation and video installations in uh, grad school, which I went to, I was fairly, I was older than everybody. And of course, I'm a filmmaker. And but, you know, I wouldn't, I don't, where would I do a video installation around here? Um, right. there, so there's no venue. So I, I don't really do that, you know? So in a way, I kind of think the venues kind of dictate your possibilities too, in a regional setting anyway. What do you hope that your own art um, does for other people or instills in other people or stirs in other people? Mm. So I, I think we have to separate my art because most, okay. a lot of people don't know that I'm an artist. Most people, if you ask, what does Mark okay. Oliver do? They say I'm a filmmaker because that's what mm. I've um, shared with this 
local community more than anything else is some documentaries that I've made and um, a couple narrative pieces, you know, so people know me as a filmmaker. So, um, but two years ago, you know, I, I won that Turtle Bay. Ex- I didn't really know you could win it, honestly, when I entered it, because I, <laughs> I don't really put share much visual art up here, but I just decided to put a, a painting in, in the Turtle Bay, uh, that, what do they call it? The um, West the Coast. Bridge. The, the West Coast Biennial. They have a, a biennial, biennial at Turtle Bay for California, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. Oregon, and Washington. Yeah. So I won that. I don't think anybody around here knows that I'm a painter. You know, or I do that kind of studio yeah. art. You know? Do you want um, people to know you're a painter? Do I want people to know? Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. I'll probably have an open studio one of these days because I just built a new studio mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of getting, you know, I've got 10 ducks in there right now. I can't wait to get them out of there. 10 little baby ducks. And right. then I'll, I'll probably start, you know, really working in there more. So yeah, then eventually I'll have some kind of open studio. Yeah. I mean, if I don't know, you know, like at this point I have certain people that know what I'm doing. None of them. That's actually validating. Live, yeah. None of them actually live around here. Um, but they've known me for yeah. 20, 30 years. Um, mm-hmm. It would be really, you know, I mean, it's kind of the nature, you know, you live up in the rural, rural California. I mean, I don't really have expectations of people who aren't real avid, you know, people who, you know, go to museums or see contemporary art. I don't really have expectations that they're really going to connect to my artwork. But what I would, what, what is always awesome is when you get surprised, <laughs> you know, when you get surprised when someone goes, you know, it's like, wow, I really, I really dig this painting, you know, I mean, but, you know, and that happens, you know, in San Francisco too. It's like, I remember when I used to show down there in the nineties, people, you know, like, tell me about this painting. And that used, that, that bugged me more than anything. It's like, why don't you just like, I don't want to tell you about it. Why don't you just look at it and tell me what you think? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. um, what do your kids think of my art? Yeah. My, my one daughter, my older daughter, she, she might have something to say. I, I don't think they really, I don't actually, I don't know. I don't know. I should ask them. Yeah. Hey, what do you guys, what do you guys think of my art? You know? Well, you know, it's really funny. I used to write a lot of poetry and I published a poetry book and, um, the other night, my daughter was um, talking about poetry with her mom and talking about these poets she likes and mm-hmm. poets she doesn't like. And she she was talking about, she's just kind of getting into it. She goes, you know, I really don't like poems that, or no, she goes, I like poems that have stanzas. I don't oh, like nice. poems that don't have any stanzas. I said, I said, hey, Valentina, you know, I published a poetry book. And she looked, just gave me a look like, what? <laughs> you know. They're too young. They're too young. I think, you know, I like their art a lot. You know, Mm -hmm. I love their art. I love their art. Yeah. Kids, kids are amazing. Yeah. Kids art is just. Art is a great way to, to bring people together. I mean, it brought us together today. And so I really appreciate it as a, as a boat to get to people. That's cool. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, film is, film is a, you know, which I focus on more here. Um, that's, you know, people, one thing I'll say is people feel a lot more um, confident 
about mm. commenting on film or video, like everyone has an opinion. I didn't like that, or that was too long, or yeah. I mean, everyone has an opinion because everybody wa- has grown up watching TV. That's you know, very everyone's true. Watch the screen. So Exposure. everyone has a, you know, uh, opinion about your filmmaking and, you know, around if it gets a little too experimental, then, you know, you kind of lose a lot of people. Yeah. You know? And, and um, I come from that kind of world in a way. And I, I kind of don't do that. I, I'm going to actually start doing that now. Uh, hmm. But I, I kind of did a lot of documentary work and I, you know, I'm still doing a little bit but I kind of want to wean myself from that and go back to more experimental filmmaking, you know, just for myself and, you know, send it out to places where people will see it or, you know, I mean, can see it. Um, You know, that, that's the thing, you know, you have to realize as an artist now, um, like when I, when I was younger in my thirties and stuff, I would, you know, send things out back in the days when you had slides, you send your mm, slides out mm-hmm. or you'd enter shows. And, and, you know, I got in, a, I got in a lot of shows. Um, I saw your CV. It's incredible. You just keep scrolling yeah. and there's more and more places yeah. that you've been. I don't, you know, now they, they, you charge like $50 to try to get in a show, but, mm-hmm. and, and a, I'm not going to pay $50 you know, and yeah. B, like then, what, then I'm going to drive my painting down to Sacramento and then go pick it right. up. You know, it's just, it's, you know, it's a, a big expense, you know, to show art, it is. especially like with installation. I remember a friend, uh, I lived in New York for a while and a good friend of mine, she was kind of on a roll. Um, she was started to show internationally and she mm-hmm. was just like, man, I'm just going broke. You know, she had this great resume, right. you know, but she says, you know, they'll pay one way for stuff. And then a lot of times you have to pay to send it back. And then if you're doing an installation, I mean, no one's so going to buy that. You know, right. maybe a big, yeah, big museum, a big museum will buy it if you're kind of a, more of a blue chip person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's expensive. You know, and that because of that, I started doing a lot of environmental art. And when I moved back here, well, I used to come spend the summers. Um, like when I lived in Europe, I lived in Europe for a while and I would, I'd come back here for a few months and work with my sister, make some money, go back. I was a little bit in Spain. I go back to Spain. And when I'd come here, I do these like installations out in the forest and stuff. And, um, nice. and I, I actually ended up teaching that environmental art. And, um, I kind of liked doing that because you do this, you know, you do your installation or you do your sculpture out there. And, and, you know, I did this show here once where it was just a GPS show. I just gave the (laughs) GPS coordinates of the piece out in the woods and you could GPS it and go find it. Um, And that, in a way that's kind of a, um, you know, a comment on just how expensive it is to be an artist, you know, and kind of participate. Well, and especially here, like if you lived in, an urban area it's just you know you just have to get your painting from point a to point b mm-hmm. but here you want to have an exhibit or you know you're going to go to sacramento that's the closest right. and and the other thing is the competition i mean you figure you know when i was a teacher so you figure like think about all the universities in california i mean state colleges you know california universities private college like they all have mfa programs right and what would just, you say to 
the artists in Siskiyou County to encourage them to pursue art, whether or not they get into shows? Well, I don't think you can do that. I, I think people, I mean, I, I recently taught at the college, I taught a, an adult art class like two summers, two years ago. And so I dealt with people who would ask me that question, actually, like, well, what do I do after this class? Because they enjoyed the class, they had an assignment. And I said, well, I said, you know what, either you're going to go home and do it or you're not. Hmm. It's, I mean, really, I think it just, I mean, how many people do you know that have spent tens of thousands of dollars getting an MFA? And how many of those are doing art? Um, after five, six years, you know. Um, well, do you think there's a um, space for personal art? So you just, for the purpose of just cathartic, doing something cathartic? I think you're going to do it because you like doing it. I think it's a, it's that simple. I mean, you might have, maybe you do it because, I mean, we used to make these big posters in San Francisco and we had a group and we'd go, in the middle of the night and go up and paste them up over on billboards when we were fighting the the Iran-Contra war. And so we made these collages that we'd go in the middle of the night as a group and go paste them up on there. And, And that was like a group experience. And that was like this shared art event, kind of, you know, art ninja in the middle of the night, you know, um, (laughs) And that was, you know, so that was kind of exciting. But I mean, to go home and make something. Let's say paint a personal painting based on an experience they had and they never show anyone. Would you encourage that sort of practice? Oh, sure. Well, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'd encourage any kind of art practice, writing poetry or Mm -hmm. making little videos about your, what you like to eat or, (laughs) or anything, you know. Um, Sure. I think it's all great, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's, I mean, maybe there's a, I don't know, maybe there's a stigma for people, you know, uh, hmm. to feel like, oh, they have to make some great art or, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I would totally poo-poo that. Just, I'd, <laughs> I'd really discourage that. It's just, I mean, you know, it's true. Go back to kids. It's like having kids, you know, why in the hell do kids want to make stuff? That's, mm-hmm. it's just, <laughs> I never, I've never once told my kids or asked them to do anything when it comes to painting or little sculptures. They just, they they just do it. It's just in their blood. It's just, you mm-hmm. know, and I think all kids are creative that way, you know? Yeah. So to, you know, to, there's, I'm sure there's ways to rediscover that. And I think that's what, um, my class was kind of about, um, yeah. but also I gave everybody a context of, you know, what people have been doing for the last 40,000 years too, you know, to try to kind of inspire them. Do you have a book recommendation or a video or something that you recommend that you'd like to gift to the audience? Well, what I'm reading right now is not really in light. I mean, it's not um, friendly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've been I've been working with the African American community pretty mm-hmm. intensely over the last like two years, and um, so a really good friend of mine, James Langford. But I guess this is important stuff too. Um, Knowledge is power. What are you? are still watching TV. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, why do you make art? What? Why do you make art? Because 
When there's nothing to do, I like getting creative and making lots of stuff and drawing lots and doing all that. What what about the what about out in the backyard when you make those little sculptures and stuff? Oh yeah, I what? think like oh I got to do this or I'll be bored for a week or something. Then I just do it. I think straight. I I like really want to do this. I like I have to. I have to. And <laughs> I, you have to. You have to. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll be bored. Or you'd be bored because you do you do it so you don't want to be bored. Yeah, you know? and I want to get creative. I want to do lots of different things. What's creative mean? What does that oh, mean? That. How do you how do you explain creative? Creative means you like get inspired and build things after. Whoa! Nice. That's an awesome answer, dude. <laughs> That's a really good answer. Thanks for sharing. Wow. So, so I'm reading this book right now. It's, uh, I've been, here, let me let me talk to my friend now. Okay. All right. So don't make it nice. So it's called Be, uh, Begin Again. It's by Eddie S. Glad. It's kind of a, um, a look at uh, James Baldwin's writings. Oh yeah. Um, he says it. Uh, he calls it uh, James Baldwin's America and its urgent lessons for our own. And yeah. it's um, it's pretty intense. He he follows Baldwin's life and the situations, and he kind of juxtaposes mm. that against. You know, it was written right at the end of the um, last presidential era, and okay. um, it's like my friend when he gave it to me, he said, hey, "This might be." hard for you to read and i said why is that and he goes well because you're a white guy <laughs> you know i mean it, it's yeah but james baldwin is amazing too separately from uh, that book i know for uh, sure yeah amazing he, a brilliant writer yeah brilliant so that's what i was um i did read this great book on mosquitoes this winter <laughs> um it's in the uh actually i have to turn it return it to the library <laughs> oh my god if you read about if you read this book you just won't believe mosquitoes Whoa, mosquitoes have killed more people than anyone ever through the history of human evolution. I mean, I mean, the whole this thing with oh man, it's amazing. Just so I think you love to learn, right? Sounds like you love to learn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's always more more to learn, right? I'll do a plug for there's something that I think is beautifully artistic and powerful. I started watching that uh, series called the underground railroad. Okay. And it's um, it's by the director who made moonlight the oh, yeah. film mm-hmm. that made the Academy won the Academy award. And it's, it's like a 10 series deal. I, I, some of the complaints, cause it's on Amazon. You can read people's they're saying like, Oh, okay. the, this isn't history. This is magical realism and all this stuff. And it, it's, it's very creative, but brutal as well. Brutally honest about the history mm-hmm. of the Underground Railroad. And, um, mm-hmm. But it is like there, it is incredibly artistic and mm. filmed in, in a, like it's an art film. You know, it's, it's really, okay. it's really brilliant. Fun. I mean, yeah. like very informative. And yeah, it's really, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. Which is, let's call that great art. Yeah. Great. <laughs> you know, great beautiful. art, you know, informative and beautiful. And yeah. So I, you know, in a way I, I'm into that. 
I like art that has a point of view. Mm-hmm. Not really into like landscapes or kind of things you might see in a local gallery or something, you know. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and as a teacher, I'd kind of like try to get students to go to it like a deeper level mm-hmm. and work on things that are kind of either personally or socially kind of have some kind of meaning or merit that, that, that's, that inspires me, you know, okay. um, or something that just blows my mind that I've never seen before, you know, like, right. Whoa, I've never seen that, you know, but you know, that's just, that's probably just p- part of the way I was educated product of my, you know, environment and education. Wonderful. You know. Okay. Well, let's end with one of your biggest hopes for Siskiyou County in terms of the art scene or developing community, a sense of community. I, I have that hope, definitely. And I've actually uh, is expressed this hope to the powers that be. You know, California was in the black. They had all this money. And then next thing you heard, like, oh, they were out of money. Then all of a sudden now we have money again, right? So they're going to give billions of dollars, right, in excess. So they're going to give everybody their a check. Hmm. But um, I remember when the Arts Council sent out those... Um, questionnaires I thought well if you have all this extra money like why don't you give rural counties like us give us two million dollars and let us build you know let us find a piece of property and let us build like a 2,000 square foot pole barn right and Mm -hmm. let's over the years we can turn that into our you know cultural center where we could you know have traveling exhibits or our monthly exhibits um we could have poetry readings we could have um you know musical events and a place where people could tour up and down the state hmm. um you know just some kind of like a, a focal point that's like a, a culture a hub like it's a cultural like i mean if you travel around other countries or even other parts of the United States, you know, a lot of places have that. And um, I think that would really, I, I mean, education is important. So I mean, imagine having like some exhibits from, you know, other parts of California or the yeah. Bay or whatever coming up here where, you know, people could see it. I think that happens a little bit, maybe down in Dunsmuir or up in Wairica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we had something like, I wish we had that here. You know, Mount Shasta at one point was this kind of cultural hub in a way, like say 10 years ago, there was a number of galleries here and the Arts Council had a building here. Um, and then that's all kind of gone away. But it'd be really nice to have a space that was a community space, not, uh, yeah, anyway, that, that's my right. hope. Yeah, that no, that's we, good we, hope. We would yeah. have that, you know where it could be the home of the arts council, mm-hmm. you know, and they could run their operation out of there, have gallery exhibits. And just, I think that would be awesome for our community. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing your stories and your ideas and your hopes. I appreciate talking to you today. Um, where can everyone find you online? Uh, I guess they could uh, look onto my website, okay. mark, markoliver.org. Okay. Facebook, I guess some people I see on Facebook. <laughs> okay. They can find me. Actually, um, some guy showed up at my house the other day to talk about <laughs> the um, the city new zoning thing. Because I guess oh. I spoke at one of those meetings and um, 
because I said, how did you find me? Right. He, he said, oh, I just Googled you. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So just Google me. I'll show up. All right. Sounds great. Thank you, Mark. It was great having you on Art Radio. And thank you um, for being an artist who practices in Siskiyou County. And thank you for being a great human in the world. Well, hey, thanks a lot for doing this. I think it's a great idea. I'll let a lot of people know. And uh, we appreciate that. Hopefully, yeah, you'll let me know how to listen to it and I can send it around. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's great you're doing this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Art Radio. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, Siskiyou County Arts Council, to see this month's upcoming Art Radio guests. We create a Facebook event page for each episode and each guest to make it easy to remember. Every episode drops on Mondays at 8 a.m. through various platforms such as Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Arts education is an essential ingredient for creating a social arena where ideas and feelings can be communicated with and without words, healthy human development, increasing self-esteem and self-awareness, developing creative, critical thinking, social, emotional, and observational skills, So we therefore invite you to join with us in playing an instrumental role in fostering the arts. Siskiyou County Arts Council is a 501c3 social profit organization. Tax-deductible donations will support local arts education, creative social change, and community participation in social and cultural events. To donate, simply click the green donate button on our website siskiyouarts.org s-i-s-k-i-y-o-u-a-r-t-s dot o-r-g happy creating and thank you for listening to art radio editing and production help is thanks to aaron levine you can find him on instagram at acovado underscore toast that's the v and c of avocado switched around and then underscore toast You can also find him on Twitter at Kobudo Justice. You can also email him, jaaronlevine at gmail.com. Big thanks to David Blink for creating our beautiful theme music. He is the current music instructor at College of the Siskiyous. You can find him on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash David Blink. You can even go to his YouTube at youtube.com forward slash c forward slash david blink also if you just type them in in google great links come up enjoy